and here I am flying solo once again this week on the Last Lap Podcast. Thanks for tuning in each and every week. Happy to be with you. Willie texted me like, I don't know, 20 minutes ago and said he hurt his ankle. I call that a lame excuse. I hit my finger with a hammer today, so... Uh, you you don't need a finger to do this, and you definitely don't need an ankle to do this. So, Willie, I hope your ankle feels better, but I really don't have too much sympathy for you. Just kidding. I got a little bit of empathy and sympathy for you. A little bit. But, you know, when a grown man's out there playing flag football or whatever the hell he's playing, it just, I don't know. Sometimes, at some point, you got to understand that your body can't do the things that you could do, you know, even five years ago. When you get to, you know, mid-30s, there's just some things that you got to kind of quit doing. And running around like a little pansy playing flag football is probably one of them. I mean, it's just called growing up. So, anyway, not that I care. I just think it's kind of funny. Either way, here I am in the missile silo. We're going to talk real quick about the big weekend of racing. A lot of racing going on this past weekend in Indianapolis. It was kind of the place to be. And uh, SRX series down in Eldora. We had NHRA at Topeka. And um, yeah, well, where should we start? How about the trucks? They were at IRP. Ty Majeski puts on an absolute clinic. The short track ringer. He uh, led most of it. He led every single lap that I watched and just dusted the field, which, I mean, he's grown up running the short tracks from, you know, Wisconsin up there, Milwaukee Mile. Thankfully, they're going to Milwaukee here in a couple weeks, and I'm sure he's probably got plans to do it all again. So locked himself into the next round of the playoffs, and, uh, yeah, I mean – not much more to say. He just dominated, absolutely dominated. Uh, the only real other headline from that, of course, was SVG making his debut in the trucks and coming home a stunning 19th. So top 20, I we kind of called that last week here on the show. Both of us sat here and said, oh, he'll probably finish, you know, top 15, top 20, but somewhere in that 15 to 20th range. So we were right. Um, ton of talent. Definitely, uh, he, he got out of the truck and was all smiles and, of course, said he had a super fun time. Um, I don't blame him. I'm sure it was a blast. Totally different from anything he's really ever done. And uh, it was cool to see him get some good experience. He ran well, you know, stayed out of trouble and uh, was consistent and brought it home top 20. So, Good run for SVG for the first time in the trucks, and uh, I have a feeling after this weekend again we'll we'll see him over here full time. He he definitely committed to coming over here full time coming up. So we'll uh, touch on SVG here in a minute. I got a few other uh, items to speak on. I guess Ty Gibbs wins the Xfinity race in Indy. That was Saturday night or Saturday evening. Started a little later. Of course, the IndyCar race was beforehand, and uh, they battled some rain, had a freak thunderstorm come through, um, put on the sprinkle tires, uh, 
And uh, Ty Gibbs ends up coming home with the victory over Sam Mayer and A.J. Allmendinger was in the 10 for Colleague. And then really just kind of your regular heavy hitters. Austin Hill was fourth. Justin Allgaier was fifth. Cole Custer, Parker Kligerman, Sheldon Creed, Kaz Grala, Brett Moffitt. So um, the Xfinity race, it was it was okay, I guess. Um, you know, Ty Gibbs won that thing by, I don't know, six seconds or something like that. So, I mean, he was doing burnouts during the cool-down lap with cars trying to go all around him. So... I guess it's a big win for Ty Gibbs. It's kind of just bragging rights at this point, you know, running cup full time. So Ty Gibbs gets the win in the Xfinity series. Uh, also Saturday, we will hit, I might as well hit IndyCar here real quick. Uh, Scott Dixon wins. I believe that is his, uh, I think it was his 19th season with a win for Scott Dixon. Consecutive seasons with a win. Pretty cool for Scott Dixon. Scott Dixon was able to come back from that spin and hold off Graham Rahal for the win. It was actually pretty tight, you know, under us. It was like the closest finish, I think, in IndyCar history at the road course at Indy. So, Petto Award ended up coming home third. Lungard was fourth. Rossi fifth. Willpower sixth. Alex Pillow, your points leader, came home seventh. Scott McLaughlin eighth. Kyle Kirkwood ninth. So, that was your top 10 or so. And uh, Scott Dixon getting a win. Big win for Scott Dixon. So pretty neat. Those guys are headed to St. Louis next in a couple weeks. That'll be their last race on an oval. So last oval race for IndyCar coming up here in a couple weeks. So the Sunday main event NASCAR Cup Series going around the road course at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Michael McDowell wins when he needs to. Huge upset, underdog win. Michael McDowell, super popular guy in the garage, great guy. He's got more kids than a Baptist preacher. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of kids. I think he's got like six or seven kids. They showed them all on TV. They had to kick a few crew members out of kissing the bricks. He's got so many kids. And nobody's going to laugh at this this week because Will's not here. So all my jokes are just falling on deaf ears. But Michael McDowell gets this win, holds off Chase Elliott, who was coming. I mean, he had he had a head of steam and uh, did all that he could do. But honestly, Michael McDowell was just perfect. They land, ran the last, like, 76 laps of this race under green. No cautions at all. Uh, I mean, he could have maybe throwing a caution for a car on pit road. I think it was El Marola that was stopped on pit road at the end of the race. I think he ran out of gas, uh, but the white flag was already out. So McDowell still would have won. Suarez probably would have put up a good fight for, for McDowell had they not got the hose stuck underneath the car, making the pit stops. But those three guys really in Reddick too. Reddick was fast too. Um, but Suarez, of course, ran set, set on the pole. McDowell started fourth. Elliott started third. Um, Reddick was starting second. So really the top four starters stayed up front all day long. So um, I, I guess it was a lot of people are probably going to say it was a boring race. I think the winner helped having a popular winner like that. It definitely uh, changes the playoff picture as well. Um, you know, now McDowell is in for sure. And, uh, 
it moves um, Bubba Wallace to the cutoff. You know, he's one one spot to the good. He's twenty eight points to the good, and uh, Suarez is twenty eight out. So, um, yeah, and I and of course Chase Elliott's like eighty points out, so he's definitely going to have to win to get in. But so is Suarez, and with the way that Suarez ran at Indy Road Course, I would expect him to run almost as good at the Glen, hopefully. So that could put on a decent show. And we all know that Chase Elliott is fantastic at the Glen. I think if I had him left in my picks, I'd probably be picking Chase Elliott to win at the Glen because he's done it there before, got his first cup win there, of course, and uh, really good at the Glen. So look out for Chase Elliott this weekend. Look out for Suarez this weekend. McDowell is, of course, in and safe. And uh, Harvick's still way to the good. Keselowski's still like 140-some points to the good. So I don't think those two guys got to worry about it. They'll finish good enough to stay basically where they're at. Um, but if we get a, a different winner, you know, if if Suarez or Elliott wins this thing or Ty Gibbs even – or AJ Allmendinger wins at the Glen. I mean, Wallace is out and then has to go to Daytona to try and go 400 miles around there and, and, uh, you know, survive that one and win, which is tough to do. But, uh, these next two races here before the cup playoffs start are going to be pretty interesting, I think. So I have a feeling the Glen's going to be pretty good. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, Marcus Ambrose versus Brad Keselowski good. But who knows? We could see a, a good battle. I'm expecting another green flag race like we kind of had at Indianapolis. You know, changing the restart zone and moving the start finish, or not moving the start finish line, but moving the restart zone back at IRP definitely uh, helped with controlling some of the melee that we used to see going into turn one. Of course, uh, Joey Logano tried his best to create as much melee as he could, of course. Um, and I just, I, I think Logano just sucks at Indy road course, but, uh, that's, uh, that was Indy road course. It was, um, man, like the only other forward in the top 10 was Briscoe, but you know, all your regular guys, Truex was top 10. Larson was eighth. Christopher Bell was ninth, but, uh, in 10th was SVG Shane Van Gisbergen. He uh, definitely ran best out of all of the road course ringers in the field. Of course, Willie had him in his picks, so he wins again this week. That's like three in a row for Will, which, man, for a guy that uh, is absent once again, I'm I'm about had it with him winning in these picks. But, uh, yeah, we we didn't see quite the performance out of Brody Kostecki and Mike Rockenfeller. And even A.J. Allmendinger, man, he was just non-existent. Started 26, finished 26. Um, Jensen Button had a bunch of issues. Andy Lally ran terrible, which that was kind of expected. But uh, Kamui Kobayashi ended up 33rd after kind of struggling. Um, That was my pick. Terrible pick. I was really expecting him to be a lot better and uh, just did not happen for him. So... It is what it is. He tried. But SVG, finishing 10th. Your fun fact for the day is that uh, SVG has a better cup career average finish than uh, Dale Earnhardt, Richard Petty, Jimmy Johnson, 
and Jeff Gordon. So he's in uh, elite company there. <laughs> and uh, if if you like that, stick around for more dumb jokes. But SVG finishing top 10 again. Uh, yeah. What can you say about the guy? I mean, just a, a good day. And uh, I, I think this is kind of where everybody really expected him to be. Uh, a lot of these guys were like, oh, yeah, it'll be different when we go to a road course that we've all been to and he hasn't type of thing. Um, but, man, what a sensational talent SVG is to uh, come out of there with a top 10. So there was really no big breaking news. I didn't predict the future or anything, but uh, he did say that he is working with Trackhouse, and Justin Marks did come out and say that they are working on – getting some sort of ride set up for him next year. He's already got his replacement named for the supercar series. Will Brown is basically moving over to triple H racing to take SVG seat for 2024. So that deal is done. I know Shane said on Dale jr's podcast, he was, you know, fairly involved with getting a good driver over to Triple Eight to run that Red Bull car. And um Will going over there, of course, Will's got he won recently in the supercar series. So um but SVG's time in the supercars is done. Three titles, two Bathurst one thousand wins, sixty eight race wins. I'd say that's quite a career. And uh I would not be surprised if he makes some uh makes some noise in something next year whether they're going to just get him some oval experience in a truck or a Xfinity car somewhere I I mean I'm sure we'll learn more details as the year progresses here and as we move towards the end of the season and uh as seats kind of come available and whatnot but I mean I don't know where Trackhouse is going to get a charter but um, I think they're they're working hard to put SVG in a car, and uh, maybe we see him run, you know, some trucks and Xfinity stuff, and then run the road courses in a Cup car and a few select oval dates, or maybe they just throw him right to the wolves. You know, Kyle Larson came out and was like, "Screw it, put him in the car, let's send him." So I think there's a there's a kind of a push to just keep him right in the Cup car. And uh, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, the dude is, I think, going about it the right way. He's not just jumping in head on. But uh, I didn't expect him to be like, "Oh yeah, we're coming to we're coming to America, and uh, we're gonna go racing." So I'm I'm here for it. I'm excited about it. So that is your SVG update um, this week at the Glen. Though we don't really have any road course ringers other than Rockefeller. He is still in the 42 car, which that seat of course has been vacated by, you know, Noah Gregson who asked to be released from his contract. So either Noah's just said, screw it bye, or he's got some sort of deal lined up maybe after he goes through his sensitivity training. Who knows? Andy Lally will be back in the 15 for Rick Ware. Um, he was of course in the 51 car last week and ran terrible at the road course at Indy. Um, but he'll be in the 15 car at the Glen and Cole Custer will be in the 51 car 
uh, for Rick Ware at the Glen. So see if Cole can have a better outing than he did the first go-around or the last couple go-rounds in the Rick Ware car. I can't remember where he was, but I know he didn't run super great. So that is all I got. The uh, cup race is at 3 p.m. Xfinity race is at 3.30 on Saturday. I did get a pick from Will. I, of course, lost, so I get to pick first. And I am going with Michael McDowell. When you know it, might as well ride the hot streak. Uh, we'll see if he uh, can get another win on the road course or at least finish better than Will's pick. The problem is Will's pick is the dinger. And uh, I don't know. I mean, after AJ's run at Indy Road Course, that is either going to be a really great pick because, of course, the dinger has won at the Glen, or it's going to be a terrible pick because their road course package sucks right now for colleague. So we'll see what happens. I'm here for it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully Will's ankle starts feeling better and he can be here next week to rub it in my face that he's won like four in a row. So that's all. That's all I got. So, yeah, that's NASCAR. We covered IndyCar. I did mention SRX was at Eldora on the dirt and actually a good race there. Um, a lot of those guys mixing it up. Ron Caps was in the field. Uh, Haley Deegan had an awesome night, finishing second to Tony Stewart, who wins this thing, and Ryan Newman comes home in third. That is another podium for Newman, who, of course, is just killing it in the points. And uh great run for Haley Deegan. I think a, that impressed a lot of people there. Um, I mean, she ran better than Chase Briscoe, ran better than Brad Keselowski. Austin Dillon was in the field. He ran terrible. It was like 11th. Ron Caps ended up 10th, which was kind of funny. It's cool to see Ron Caps out there. I know they were mixing it up, him and Stewart, in one of the heat races. Um, but uh, that's SRX series their finale is tomorrow night. Actually, it's tonight because this comes out on Thursday. I always mix that up. So tonight, SRX Series, their finale, their championship is at IRP. Based on the way the trucks ran around IRP, the SRX car should put on a decent show there. I'm, that little bull ring is awesome. I'd like to get down there and watch the trucks next year, I think. Um, but SRX, they wrap up their season Tonight at Lucas Oil Raceway Park in Indianapolis. I'm guessing Newman's going to win the whole thing outright. I don't know if he'll win the race, of course, but he will win the championship. And, uh, yeah, that'll be the end of the SRX coverage for the year. Um, Ernie Francis Jr. will be back in a car for SRX Series down there. Clint Boyer's back. And uh, let's see who else. Kenny Wallace will be in the field, which is kind of cool. And Jonathan Davenport, who I'm surprised he wasn't on the dirt at Eldora because, of course, Jonathan Davenport of dirt late model fame. Uh, But he will be taking it to the pavement in an SRX car at Lucas Oil. And uh, we'll see if he can throw it around there as good as all these other guys. So that's SRX series. Sticking with a little bit of dirt racing action, if you saw over the weekend, my man Kyle Larson wins his second Knoxville Nationals. Definitely, it's not the highest-paying 
sprint car race this year, but it is one of the highest paying sprint car races of the season. Knoxville nationals, the big one. He leads every single lap of his 50 lap feature and wins the Knoxville nationals for the second time. And, uh, was running top 10 the next morning or well announcing showing off his Indy car and matching cup car the next morning in Indianapolis and then coming home top 10 at the Indy road course. So not a bad weekend last weekend for Kyle Larson. And of course he's a former winner at the Glen as well. So this weekend he might be one to watch as uh, he's, He's become a good road course racer too. Um, cool to see that IndyCar, uh, that whole deal with McLaren Arrow or Arrow McLaren next year. Uh, he's probably the first guy to do the double that really has a true chance of winning this thing. It's cool to see Rick Hendrick fully behind this attempt. Um, all that support. I think when Kurt Busch did it, Kurt, of course, had a ton of support, but um, I, I think Larson has is going to have more time to prepare to get ready to run simulators to you know to do this thing. And McLaren's fast, so they could put a car underneath him that could qualify well and finish very well. So it's going to be neat to see Larson next year run the Indy Five Hundred. And the Coke 600, of course, same day. And uh, he's got a chance to win the Coke 600, too. I mean, anytime he goes to Charlotte, he could win one there before as well. So it we could watch history. Just, I'm not I'm not coming right out and saying that he's going to win any, either of them because um, it takes a lot to go into both, winning one or the other, of course. I mean, we've watched Scott Dixon try and win Indies for years, and he only has one, you know. Um, watch him lead dang near the whole race and not win it. So it'll be uh, it'll be cool to see Kyle Larson get the chance to go to Indy and run with the IndyCar guys for the 500 and then do the double, of course, and run the Coke 600. So the matching cars is kind of fun, kind of cool. Uh, I don't know how they're going to tell Scott Dixon's car apart from Kyle Larson's car, but uh, they kind of share the same paint scheme a little bit with the blue and the orange, but looks cool. I'm excited for it. I think this is probably the most hype that there's been um, for a guy to run the double that since I can remember. So pretty neat to see. Um, Finally, last thing real quick, NHRA, they were at Topeka. Erica Enders takes the win in pro stock. Uh, Tasca takes the win in funny car and Justin Ashley wins in top fuel. They are all at Brainerd this weekend in Minnesota for the Lucas oil nationals. And then in a couple weeks, Labor Day weekend, you know what it is? The U S nationals, Indianapolis, the big go. And, uh, boy, I may have to, uh, see if I can run down there. Maybe, that Sunday or possibly Monday, check that out. I haven't seen some top fuel cars in a while, so it would be fun to go to the big go here in a couple weeks, but, uh, that's really all I got. And, uh, 
Hopefully Willie's ankle starts feeling better. I'm going to turn up the music here, show myself out. Sorry for the solo podcast. I know y'all aren't here to just listen to me. I know Willie's the star, but uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Of course, give us a like, give us a follow, uh, give us a five-star review, give us a comment. I don't know. Um, we're on all the social medias too. I don't do much on there. I really should, but, uh, yeah, I sure don't. Oh, I did go to Berlin last week. That was fun. Um, watching, uh, Bubba Pollard win that thing up there, the Berlin to the battle of Berlin, two fifty. Bubba Pollard wins it. Chase Elliott comes home second. Uh, that race was real bad for our buddy, uh, Carson Hosevar had a flat tire, had to take his set of tires early. Um, didn't have anything left in the tank and quickly went a lap down uh, when everybody else took tires with about 50 to go. So great racing up there in Berlin last week, of course. That's two weeks in a row they've had killer races midweek. So it was neat for all the big-name guys to come in there and mix it up um, with some local boys. There was like 32 cars, so it was really cool watch those late models around Berlin. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got this week. So remember you've got NHRA on all weekend long on FS one and then cup series 3 PM on Sunday, Xfinity series 3:30 on Saturday. And of course tonight, SRX series at Indy. So until next time, Willie, hope your ankle gets better. Everybody else, don't mess up your ankles or hit your finger with a hammer. It hurts. All right, everybody. This has been the Last Lab Podcast.